I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls only back at it again with another episode. A little bit of a disappointment on my part. Uh, I told you guys I'd be going down to Baltimore every every week or so to sit down with those with those comics, but this week I didn't make it because I feel like shit. However, via Zoom, we got a very funny chick with us today. She's been all over the DMV area. If you don't know what that is, that's the DC, Maryland, and Virginia areas. You know, for my international viewers out there. <laughs> I don't have any fucking international viewers. <laughs> oh shit. But anyway, let's give it up for Rich Ev. What's up, dude? What's popping? Not much, man. Just uh, just getting home after a long day. We were talking about that before we got started here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These days getting longer. You know, you make sure you set your clock back. It's getting dark quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trust me, it scared the shit out of myself when my car car times were different this morning. I was like, wait a second. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I scared the shit out of other people when I got to rob them at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Comedians, I get comedians they, they joke around? Huh? Jo- comedians, <laughs> they joke around? Ah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, Since February. So Since February. So you're, you're yeah. still pretty young in it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. What still made you uh, what made you like take the plunge? Well, you know, I always looked at it and was like, you know, okay, you know, I wanted to try it out, but didn't know how to get started. So one time, um, one of my brother's friends that he grew up with, now my friend, uh, dude in the corner, you might have heard of him. He uh, invited us out to his show and we went out there. He was like, you know, yeah, you should get up there. So, you know, of course, you know, when, when people come to the show and they say they want to do it, he he encouraged him to get up there. And then, you know, he gave me the spot, sent me to Ferruz on my first go, went there with uh, Latif, the host up there. Um, and I think it's Falls Church, Virginia. Okay. And then I did my first stand up there. And from then on, I just kept on going. Wow. You got your first show. That was your first time doing stand up. You didn't try to hit an open mic first. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what? I meant to say an open mic. Yeah, that definitely was open mic. If I would have did my first oh, okay. show. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. I was so, like, wow, uh, that, is, that is an open mic spot. That yeah. is ballsy if you, if that's how yeah, it went. Down. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a whack at no, but it is people that actually do that. They go up there uh like first time. Yep. Like amateur on the stage, they they do it in a show. And it's like, God be with you, you know. I did uh I did Philly's funniest over the summer. And one of the guys on my night, it was his first time doing stand-up ever. And I was like, You you wanted to do a competition first, you know, not yep. you, you didn't do any practice. <laughs> did you like please explain? Yo. He's like, nah, dude, I just like signed up for this and I'm gonna do it. And I was like, Wow, bravo. That's how I be. I, I did um, the Magoobies competition. Yeah. And it was people up there doing it for like the first time, the first time comedian as a competition with people that's kind of like veterans in the game. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, good luck. Good yeah. luck. I respect that's a, that's a power move, though. They're like, yeah. I don't give a shit if I'm funny. We're just going uh-huh. to full set yep. here. Maybe I am. <laughs> Somebody going to laugh. Yeah. Or, or, you know, they don't they don't always. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> they no, don't, they no. don't always. No, so that's the that's the thought, huh? Like somebody will laugh. Actually watch. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, I got about like one one sympathy laugh in me. And then 
after that, it's just like, okay, you know what, you know, then you're, then you're just smiling, just like, come Uh, on, you can, you can, you can, you can give us something here. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh, you see a joke that got potential and they're all right when you're about to do the uh, punchline it's like mm, in the tank and it's like mm. we were rooting for you we were all rooting yeah. for you. Then, you you then you just shit yourself on stage it's not a good way to do it <laughs> but that comes that's just part of it yeah that's just part everyone of everyone does it once in a wow it's the one it's the one consistent thing between every comedian they're all just like sometimes you just gotta go up there and eat shit <laughs> and try it again <laughs> figure it out yeah, that's it. You just got to keep on doing it, keep on trying and perfecting it. I mean, shoot, like you might you might go to one room and a joke don't hit as hard as it does when you go to another room. So, I mean, you just practice on your delivery and, you know, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yep. There's because that's the only way you find out you can you can rehearse the. You can rehearse the words as much as you want, but like you are performing it. That's like what a lot of people don't get. Like you are on stage putting on a performance. Yeah. Like it's part of the delivery that makes it so funny. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's more, it's better when, um, when the delivery is more authentic, like when it just comes yeah. straight from I me, mean, as long as you know, your material, you know, the premise of your joke and everything, then, I mean, every joke that I've said, I've delivered it like 50 different ways, different mics that I went to. It never sounds the same. I mean, if it does sound the same, then, you know, I got a good, good ass yeah. fucking memory. Then you, but a then lot you of figured times, it out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then I've cracked the code. But yeah, a lot of the times it's a uh, same joke said differently. So, you know, I was uh, just talking about law with that last week. Where he was saying he he's always bringing new stuff to the table. You know, every mic he hits, it's always new stuff. And I was like, I could not do that. It takes me forever to get a but somewhat figured out, then you need yeah. two months to work on it. It's a very uh-huh. slow process. Man, yeah. It's it's people that, it's people that's like that. I mean, they can go up on a stage and they can come up with something new right then and there. I mean, a lot of people, they do a lot of crowd work, which is pretty good. I mean, especially if you have something there that can help you as far as like somebody walk by, drop a whole tray of food or some shit like that. You can work with that, you know? Yeah. But, so something outlandish. You know, yeah. You gotta, bring the crowd back in. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, you know, you got some people that's just like, you know, definitely talented like that can go up there and do new stuff every single time. When I first got started, I tried to do the same thing. Like I tried to go to the open mics with the same with different things because I get tired of hearing the jokes. But it's it's hard sometimes, you know, you can't just I mean, you can. But, you know, it ain't not all of it going to be funny. You just basically throwing hot dogs in the hallway at this point. It's like <laughs> whatever it hits, it hit like uh, yeah. so it'll stick to something. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like Let's see that hot dog stick. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's just the you know. How do you like you? You're not gonna you're not gonna be hilarious off the rip every time. You know, there are some things that you you can hit the nail on the head, but just like you to jot down the idea of a bit and then expect to go up on stage with not really having it thought out, then it's just gonna be funny. I do that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to myself right here. You can't do that. <laughs> you you got to sit down and put some thought into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is true. I, but I do the same thing. So. You know, usually if something pop up in my head, then I like it's usually the end of a joke where I'm like, oh, you know, that's 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 good. And then I kind of work my way backwards and work my way into how to get to that end for mm-hmm. it to hit. So, you know, sometimes I, I do that method or I just be thinking about something along the way, like, you know, or something will just happen in life. And I'm just like, hey, this some shit like, you know, go ahead, throw that in a bit and then yep. see how it works out at the uh, at the open mic before I try it out on the, uh, on the crowd at a show or something like that. But 
yeah, I mean, it's different ways to come up with material. I mean, certain ways work, certain ways don't, you know, but I've I've seen jokes where I was just like, you know, hmm, maybe this will do good. And then I haven't fully thought it out. And then when I go up there to say it, it's just all messed up and all around the way. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't hit as hard as I thought it would. Got to go back and work on that. But, you know, that's all the process. That's all part yeah. of the process. We have uh, very similar writing styles. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I would do the same shit. Like, I'll say something in a conversation. I'm like, oh, wait. All right. That was kind of that was kind of good right there. I'll, I'll figure out where yeah. to put that, you know. Uh-huh. Different emphasis. You see, like, reactions on people's faces, you know. But, uh, so, like, who, Man. like, as far as inspirations for your comedy, like, do you, like, who would you have to, who would you have to give for that? Uh, well, as far as like, um, I guess known celebrities, it'd be along the lines of like Dave Chappelle. That's my favorite comedian. But I mean, I got a lot of local, um, you know, favorites too. So, you know, just kind of hitting rooms in the area, you know, I've been able to network and meet a couple of, you know, great comedians. So, I mean, just kind of hearing their work and then kind of like, you know, just being on stage with them is, you know, pretty, pretty solid. So, I mean, like I was saying, dude in the corner, uh, you got Miss Sim, Be Anonymous, you know, the squad. Latif, Idris, um, yeah, you know, got everybody from Baltimore, Snow, uh, Chi-Chi, it's a lot of people out there that's, you know, pretty funny. So, you know, just kind of like hitting up the different rooms, you know, you find a lot of local funny people that, you know, are just like genuinely funny. And then, you know, I mean, the the big the big uh, hit is going to be there, you know, but at the same time, you know, you got a lot of underappreciated comedians that's out here, too, that, you know, don't really get too much of the credit that. And that's you know, the name of the game. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like I feel like an absolute asshole. This is proof that I don't make it down to you guys' area as much as I should. I didn't recognize a single name you just listed off. And I was oh, like, okay, I know nah. maybe some Baltimore comics, but like, damn. Yeah. Nah, you got to get out here. They, it's a lot of funny people out here. A lot of funny people that, you know, is overlooked, but, you know, definitely underestimated. You've seen that there seems to be a plethora of work down there, too. I'm always seeing you with flyers. Oh yeah, look, it's it's a it's a lot of work. It's some Baltimore actually got a lot of work. I mean, it's like they didn't even close during COVID, but you know, they uh you know, that's why I met a lot of um a lot of the comedians that I know now is in Baltimore doing cuz I did a lot of my shows in um in Baltimore and a lot of the mics in Baltimore, so you know, just meeting people down there, some true funny people down there. So decent spot, like good spot to hit up, good spot to hit up. And then, you know, of course DC, you know, I got people that I just know in DC and then just like, you know, Maryland through through just the the whole shebang meeting new people but yeah for sure man come on down here come on down here it's on the list it's on the list i have to i I have to work at 6 a.m so a trip to dc is all like i need uh i need some time you know yeah that's that's not like how how, how long is that trip for you is it like what three hours four uh yeah i'd probably say closer to two and a half three Okay, yeah. I made that. Yeah. I did that for a show in New York the other week. I opened up for Mark Norman. Um, and it was on a Wednesday. So I drove to New York, did the show, left after Norman's set, and then drove all the way back to Lancaster and went to work for six o'clock in the fucking morning, dude. It was insane. Yeah, I didn't get to bed till like two. <laughs> that's dedication right there. When you start pulling those all nighters and things, dude, uh-huh. that's commitment because. It's been times where, of course, like me, for me to go to Baltimore, that's like an hour drive. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a real that's a real situation. You know, what I mean, I mean, it ain't that real, but I mean, it's real enough. You know, when you got to when you come oh, from an hour's long, long, man, day, an hour's fucking long. 
Yeah, it is. Especially when you're coming from work, you go in in the morning, you leave around what, like six or so. You got to make it to an open mic where the sign ups is at like 536. And then once you get there and you got to wait for everybody to go and then you got to go and then you're not getting home until like maybe midnight, one o'clock. And then you turn around and you're trying to do it again. It's a a lot of work that you got to put into it. Oh, for sure. The the grind is very real. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like people say, oh, you're just going to bars and hanging out. I'm like, yeah, but like I could be time spent at home doing other shit like uh-huh. relaxing. Right. <laughs> it's I'm still work. Family. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all I'm trying to do that. Just not right now. Right. Yeah. Get the, yeah. Hey, we got to get that bread up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I can't afford a family right now. I don't really think anybody can unless you're like at least <laughs> yeah, right. People have families can't afford them. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I mean, shit, you, you got to make some damn good money if you're trying to have a family yeah. these days. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Some people okay. been there, done that. They had a family and they still don't make enough money. But you know, it's good. Yeah, but that that there's also just uh, something to say to that. You know, it's like where you don't make all that much money, but you still like do a good job of parenting and provide for your friend, like. You are a family, you know, it's just like you yeah. can't go on vacation every fucking year. I don't know. Uh, yeah, man, I just got that's got real sad. <laughs> it's a family out here. It's like yeah, not everybody has money, for families, but, they, but they make it happen. That's like I think that's part of the beauty of life, man. Yeah. Circle of life. <laughs> Brought it back to a circle. Bro, Lion can't get into it. Hell yeah. Are you a 90s kid? I am. Nice. Yep. Where were you born? 91. Ah, uh, you're older than me. Yeah. I was really? 90. Yep. I'm, I was born in 95. What? Yep. Dang. Don't don't let the beard fool you. I'm a, I'm I know, a right? Look, I'm a child. Trickery. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the child. I'm a child. Uh, I've been tricked, hoodwinked, bamboozled. Yes, yes that's right. Bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled in the first degree. Shout out to Jay Erickson for that line. That was fucking. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Neither can I. It's, man. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. Two 90s babies in the house. Yeah, that's right. What do like, so like you throw. you're an actual 90s baby. Like you you remember them fondly, you know. It's like oh, I remember yeah. the early 2000s pretty but the, like I was only like 4 years old in 99 and like those those are the memories that get a little hazy the older we get, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like um what is it? I'm trying to think of like I don't even remember what age I actually started remembering things because I can't, I know like I don't remember one years old, two years old, none of that, but you know, I was well in the nineties to be able to, you know, understand what the nine, nine in the two thousands was with good old juvenile back that ass up, you know, <laughs> all of that. Well, and I wasn't doing any of it, but I mean, I was yeah. able to listen to it on the radio and yeah. But then, uh, so like, did you grow up in DC or like to move around at all? I didn't know. Um, grew up in D.C., but it's funny because my uh, dad, he was military, so he moved around. He got all that out the way before I actually was born. So, you know, he did um, what was it? Germany, Hawaii. It's like my, my two brothers was born in Germany. My sister was born in Hawaii. Then I was born in D.C. You know, he stopped getting adventurous when it came to me. And it was like, all right, whatever. So born and raised here all my life. And then, yeah, I didn't start moving until I left for college and then moved around, came back. Oh, so yeah. it's been cool. Lived yeah. in uh, what is it? Uh, Alabama, Atlanta, and Texas, Dallas. So it's pretty you, good. Moved you missed out there. on the te- on the Texas comedy scene. You should go back and pay a visit. 
I know. I heard it was a good scene out there. I actually got a couple of friends that used to um, live, stay down here that moved to Texas, Austin, and was like, it's a good comedy scene down there. Yeah, I've been hearing good things, but obviously Austin's going to be popping off right now with Rogan and fucking Tom mm. Segura and who else? He brought a bunch of people down there. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Everybody bailed on uh, L.A. Because they were like, really? well, oh, yeah, everybody was leaving L.A. Mass- oh, Tim Dillon, he came down there. Uh, Chappelle's still living in Ohio, but yeah, like everybody's going to Austin, Texas and, and Houston for, for comedy right now because, hey, it's open. There's no COVID bullshit. And oh, shit, it's just, yeah. you know, people are liking good comedy. So, all right. It's a time, time to be alive. I know. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Do you get political in your jokes at all? Uh, I'm trying to no, remember. I'm, I don't get, I don't get, nope. I don't think I get uh, too political, you know. I think that's what keeps me safe <laughs> for, the, uh, for the most part. But no, I don't, I don't get too political. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, but I do. I do follow a little bit of politics. Like you know, I, it was funny when you was like everything's um everything's open, no COVID uh, issues. The first thing I thought about was just like the abortion uh laws and stuff that was going on down there because Texas was going through some wild stuff. Wow. Oh yeah. The, the the actual important things, abortion laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The <laughs> like, things that matter in life. Yeah. The know? things that really do matter. Yeah. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. As a guy, it's funny. I was just talking about this on another episode recently as well. It was like, as a guy, like I understand the, and I respect the right to choose to have an abortion. I'm just like, eesh, like that was, I, th- I think that it was a little fucking barbaric. I'm like, damn, you're making all these women just go out, out of state to have a, a legal safe abortion. Like, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a hot topic and everybody clams up. Like right now, my asshole just puckered. Like I have to choose yeah. very carefully. <laughs> You know, I see, I think, I mean, I never, I never had to have, um, an abortion, but I'm pretty sure like, you know, I mean, I know people who have, so yeah, my mom should have had an abortion. <laughs> you got siblings. Oh, I got a shit ton of siblings, but I was talking about me. Oh. <laughs> uh, look, you like, you volunteered a tribute to off yourself first. Damn. <laughs> you didn't even get him a chance to go. Uh, to she first. was, she was just young. She was just young. She could have probably figured her shit out a little bit differently <laughs> if she had not, didn't have a kid at fucking 16. <laughs> uh, were, were you her first child? Yeah. Oh, okay. Otis. Yeah, you know, I'm the oldest. She didn't learn. You know? That's that's the sad part of the story. She didn't learn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. You know, when you have a kid young, you know, that there's just free babysitting right there. Because then once you start having the other ones and you can go finish living your life and then. Yeah, that's kind of what's happened. Even, even though like she yeah. uh, had a. I was kidding, Joe. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's kind of <laughs> accurate, though. It's kind of <laughs> accurate, though. But, you yeah. know. Because everybody want to wa- wants to watch the kids when it's like a fresh baby, you know. There's yeah. like it's mm-hmm. minimal work, but as long as they don't cry too much, yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, I'll take the baby, go do whatever you want to do, and then you can fucking push it on the older child. That's what happened to me. Oh. <laughs> so, you're, so you're you're the baby of your family. I am. Yeah. So, and you said you had brothers. Like, did they ever like just beat the shit out of you for no apparent reason? What? Like these motherfuckers? They used to watch. Um wrestling like wwe wwf so talk about like the person to try those moves out on yep that was up, like, i can't even tell you how many times i got power bombed or you know one of my brother his favorite move uh well his favorite wrestler was goldberg so he used to do the spear trying to figure that shit out so 
Every time everybody gets a plane, you said you don't know nothing about wrestling. I don't wrestling? know nothing about wrestling, man. I never got into it. Wasn't it was not my jam. I mean, I guess like a bunch of dudes walking around in panties wasn't uh appealing. Mm. It was like there was a brief, very brief period in elementary school where my friend was really into wrestling, and I was like, Well, I guess I'll pretend to like this too. Yeah. But uh, but I never I never yeah. dived in. But uh man. have you ever did you ever meet like Manny Santiago or Brandon Youngblood? No, you say Youngblood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are they rappers? No, they are not. <laughs> no, there are other other comedians up here. They're very funny. Oh shit! Yes, they're very funny. But the point of my uh, query Youngblood sounds familiar, though. Yeah, Brandon Youngblood. He's a mm-hmm. he's a scrawny. He's a well, not scrawny. Well, he's not fat either. But he's like a, he's a small <laughs> little ch- chubby white guy. He's awesome. But okay, the, I swear uh, I probably I probably have met them before. Like, cause I know um, even like going to open mics at Wits Ends, I ran into uh, I ran into a couple of um, comedians from PA. So yeah, y'all got y'all got some funny people out there too. I ran into a couple of people from PA, so I was trying to get down there more so I can go to mics with um, one of my homies that I met at Wits End, but I ain't never made it down there yet. Yeah, it's like yeah, PA. Are y'all open? Cause I'm. Are y'all like up and at them? Like y'all open, open? We're we're open. Yeah, we're open, open. I don't get yelled at to wear a mask, so that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, most of the places anyway, but uh, you know how it is. People just get over overtly sensitive sometimes. You know, they're like hey, I just put on a mask. I'm like, God damn it, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yes. but yeah, are you vaccinated? Uh, the, no. No, I'm nope. not. Absolutely well, you're not. Life on the edge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. You know, I don't know. I don't fucking trust the government. And when's the last? When's the last time? When is the last time the government was like forcibly just? What's the word I'm looking for? Just absolutely pushing the shit out of something that ended up being good. I don't. I don't ever remember a time in history yeah. where the more they for, like try to force something, it was going to be a good thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, it's not I that I'm like even anti-vax either, you know, but it's like I'm just <laughs> I'm definitely anti-vaccine mandates, though. That's for sure. Like, I feel like people yeah. definitely have the right to choose. You know, it's like, yeah, we're seeing a lot That's of, kind of wild that they started. Uh, they started um, firing folks for not having their not having a vaccine. Yep. Yes. It's fucking it's disgusting. And it like, I don't know. I guess the only thing I don't get about it is, you know, like the vaccine is supposed to be for like your health. So, for example, if you chose not to get vaccinated, then, you know, the purpose of the vaccine is so that you don't get ill yourself. But, you know, even if you got the vaccine, you could still catch COVID and you could still spread it. Like, you know, so all the things a vaccine is supposed to is supposed to fix. I'm just like, so now we're putting very questionable chemicals in, in, in our bodies. And mm-hmm. they don't even fucking work correctly. You know, it's like there's nothing wrong with waiting. Like, I, I just feel like it's rushed. And, you know, it's 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 going to it's going to cause a little more harm before it gets better. You know, so I just yeah. think once it's ironed out, sure, fuck it. Make your mandates then. But oh, yeah. like the Pfizer, Pfizer still has like their manufacturer, like they still don't have liability. Mm. On, on it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Damn, that's the one I got. It's oh. like, no, nah, let me stop. <laughs> I 
I'm rocking well, the J and J. My heart's the size of a goddamn pineapple. <laughs> man, <laughs> not the pineapple. I know somebody that got the Johnson Johnson. They still here though, so you know I can't really. Uh, yeah, the people that I know I really that got it. the J and J are still okay too. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's this whole COVID. Like I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it, but it is absolutely insane what is what is going on half the time. Like you think by now we'd have some type of actual consensus of what the fuck to do and how to how to get this under control. Yeah, but you got yeah, you got every other state doing something different. Mm-hmm. What's it like yeah. in DC? I haven't been in I haven't been down there yet since the pandemic. Oh, DC is open. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you don't really I don't think they're pressing you for a mask. I mean, of course, you know, when you go in, they have the whole sign like, hey, wear a mask to enter. But as soon as you get in there, it's like the gloves come off and so does the mask. Like, you know, it's it's a free fall. So same thing, same thing. But it's good. It's popping. It's open, lit. You know, the world keeps going. world keeps you know? going. People die every day. Yeah. It's an unfortunate part of being alive. <laughs> I know <laughs> you've got to die some sometime in the in the relatively or possibly not near future. You know, you're just gonna not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that's why the we do comedy to make jokes about it and, and run away from our mortality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, when we die, these jokes gonna stay around. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we make <laughs> make the names for ourselves and they somewhat stick around. Yeah. Like I remember seeing him eat shit at an open mic 40,000 <laughs> times in the one day he was good. <laughs> Look, all it takes is one, you know. Yep. You get that one, that's the one that goes viral in. And then and it's just live. momentum at that point. <laughs> then they got to find another one. It's like, damn. Huh. Week after week, day after day. <laughs> oh, fuck. You want to talk about full circle? Here we go, right at the back back at the beginning of the podcast. Oh snap! <laughs> yeah. Trial and fucking air. That's that's just the best way to live life, honestly. You know. Yeah. You don't you don't know till you know. You don't know till you try. Exactly. Man. So what you, you know? Um, for? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, school and what? Like university? Yeah. Um, finance and hospitality. Oh. Okay. So, I did a double major. So, I don't know why I did a double major. I should just when I got my master's, like. Did a single major and then masters. You know? I'm trying to get those degrees back though. I'm tired of paying these student loans. They just called me and was like, uh, they're gonna start uh making me pay again in January. I'm about to change my number. Yeah, I'm like, hey, sorry. <laughs> it was kind of nice not paying you guys for a little while. Right. Look, I'm like, can I still put them on forbearance? Like, I think I ex I think I exhausted my forbearance uh time. They uh they they tired of me. <laughs> like just give us the damn money. You're like, well, I don't. Right, exactly. I don't want to. <laughs> like I just, I'm finally starting have to have it. money. Like fuck. <laughs> right. Why but are you always taking when it? When I started making money, I was like, I don't have it. Yeah. I can go to uh, school overseas for free. Like y'all, like this. The U.S. be tripping. Oh, they making us up. pay all this money for damn school. I could have went to goddamn on El Salvador or something, went to school for free, and came back and have a wild ass time, like life changing. Hello. <laughs> Look, <laughs> no. Where'd you go to school at? Uh, Tuskegee University, Alabama. Yes. So you went to Alabama. So you could have been having class on a beach, enjoying, you know, beautiful weather somewhere that's not right. fucking Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that that look and shoot. Forget 
just Alabama alone, Tuskegee, Tuskegee ain't had nothing there. I mean, you had to make fun the best way you could. So, I mean, I mean, but of course, like networking, you know, that was that was pretty dope, you know, because it almost forced you into kind of getting to know other people to kind of, you know, get what you need, not get what you needed. But, you know, like if I needed a trip to Walmart and I knew I didn't have a car my freshman year, I, I better learn to meet somebody with a Yeah, with a it gets you out of your comfort zone. It gives you yeah. like it forces you to learn problem solving skills. You're like, I need this. I don't <laughs> have this to obtain that, you know. Exactly. Col- there's yeah. Yep. College is a damn time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You learn a lot of things in college that uh, I mean, it teaches you life lessons. I mean, it's funny like when you like if I meet like somebody that I went to high school with that didn't go to college, like you know, certain things college prepared me for that you know they have yet to learn because they didn't get the same experience. But I mean, yeah, it changes you in different ways, like especially with some of the things that you go through. But it's it's pretty it's pretty decent. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's like I was like I was just sitting here trying to figure. I was like, what like academic things did I learn in college? I can't think of one. But I'm like, well, what personality traits did I learn, or what skills did I learn in college? <laughs> I was like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. It's one of the things where you know you had to be there. You know, I, I can't remember it all off the breaks, but you know, I can. Eh, when I was in, when I was going through it, it was like, oh man, I probably wouldn't have went through this had I stayed home. Yeah, like I right. definitely could have went without this stress, or you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like I was a political <laughs> science major. Yeah, right. But now you know how to deal with that level of pressure. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a double-edged sword. It sucks, but you know, once once you go through it, you know, it makes it definitely makes you stronger in some capacity. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. But don't kill me. Damn. Sometimes <laughs> it really was fucking trying. Yeah, exactly. Look, <laughs> oh, my death, bitch. <laughs> it's like I'm you not gonna kill you. But I'm gonna make it real close. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I just remember having to write five page papers every week, and I was like, that is that's just too damn much. That's too much writing for anybody. Yeah, especially every week. Five page. I mean, shoot, when I do five page paper, I guess I have to like triple space uh 25 font. Oh, so yeah, we had the word was... counts. We had the word <laughs> counts. Yeah. Bullshit left and up. right. Taking out yeah. all contractions just to take up space. God damn. I'm be up here sitting there trying to think like what did I um like what did I take from college or high school, just my whole education and how did I how do I apply it now and in my life? Have you found anything? Well, besides yes. like the standard addition, subtraction. I'm talking about the algebras and the Actually, yes. And oddly thing. enough, it was one of the classes that I was failing in high school. Oh, uh, I, use, I use geometry and, Pythag- and the Pythagorean theorem pretty often in work. What? Yes. Visually, what? that is. I'm not actually calculating. Okay. But, so what, do you, I, um, what do you do? I cut trees. Okay. And so like every standing tree, you know, it's all angles. Like where's the tree leading? You know, it makes oh, a triangle yeah. of some sort. You got to figure out like where it's going to land. So I'm just sitting there eyeballing this shit, doing like calculations, <laughs> trying to visually guess where the fuck this thing's going to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I, I sucked at geometry really, really hard. <laughs> those, those proofs couldn't prove them. Apparently, I'm not a logical thinking person. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you take that back to your teacher. Be like, I demand a re. Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I did not like her. <laughs> I did not like her. I don't, like, I don't need to see you her. She's going to fail you again. Yeah, she might. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming back, Joe. 
He's like, here's another one. I forgot to I know, give right? this one to you. <laughs> she turned to DJ Khaled on you. Another one. <laughs> Held on to it for almost a decade before she. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came to show you that I learned something. I'm good. <laughs> like, no. Dude, it's Damn. disgusting. The fact that I almost graduated high school 10 years ago. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're past Man. it. I know. Been being born in 91. But <laughs> did I have a? I didn't have a. Yeah, when did I graduate? Oh nine. Yeah, it's been over. It's been. It's definitely been ten years. Damn it! Ain't that a gross like realization? You're like, fuck! I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Don't feel like one, but yeah. I'm, I guess I'm an adult. Yeah, it's time to adult now. Got to do adult things. Pay bills. Man, adulting is so fucked up. Well, I guess that's why we're that trying, I guess that's like what, what's nice about trying to you know get get the comedy career off the ground is like you don't really have to grow up you can just kind of keep being a dipshit and yeah. hopefully <laughs> getting paid for it yeah yeah my yeah, can still say ignorant things yeah. and then go to work all buttoned up like nothing see, ever happened see I can't I can't I can't do a corporate job there's no way in hell fit no no way in hell can't do it uh i i, I, I can't i i do it and then i just like still try to joke at work but i do just enough to not get sent to hr yep i don't i don't have that <laughs> i don't have that ability <laughs> look you like i can say whatever i want it's not even that it's just like i won't think about it like i'll see something and i'll just it'll word vomit just plant <laughs> like yeah shit oops can't can't say that <laughs> <laughs> no i do the same thing but i guess I guess that at a corporate job, it's it's a little bit more. Um, Was it? It's a little filtered. It's a little more filtered. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I mean I can't just pop out like saying motherfucker everywhere like I do when I'm on stage. But you know, I mean they get my point when I say it. Yeah, but it's like in my line of work, like I can tell my customer to fuck off as soon as she walks away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and then I still get to talk to her again, and like she just won't hear it. You know, just like okay. sometimes people are annoying when they want their tree, their trees cut, like they don't understand what you're doing because there is like a science to cutting trees, and you're there, oh, yeah. you're there trying to explain this to somebody like, well, I want it this way, or like, well, if I do that, it's going to completely ruin everything that I just did, and <laughs> what you don't want to have happen. It's just, ah. man. So I had to deal with very annoying people today. So I was I was just bitching about it. <laughs> so so what are they doing? Like, are they are they getting their trees cut because they want to you know remove the tree, or do they just want to cut a certain way? It depends. It depends. Like, if the tree's dead, you know, you take it out. You know, full blown removals. But I like to I like to like do pruning. You know, reductions, thinnings. You know, making them smaller, mm-hmm. like healthily smaller. Just kind of give it a haircut. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, but cool. yeah. So it's like there's like a million a million different ways to cut trees. Yeah, um, it all depends on what the person wants. Yeah, like you said, it's a science. You got to figure out which way that motherfucker gonna fall. Because if it fall the wrong way, then uh, they gonna have bigger problems. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like I it just is... made this tree go into your home. <laughs> like, uh yeah. If, dude, there are horror, like horror <laughs> stories about tree work. I watch them on Instagram all the time. There's like people like trying to flop a tree and it goes right into the house or. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple months ago now, a so like you can use tr- cranes to take out big ass trees if like if you can't get okay. equipment to them, you can crane them out over a house. Yeah. Right? Oh, so dangerous. Yeah, it's not 
to, to the job itself is just dangerous period like I've, i can't tell you how many close calls i've had over the years like I, it's just part of the game you know but it's part of the game <laughs> yeah it is it is part of the game like there's like i've never met a, another tree person like who hasn't like almost died over a dozen times you know what i'm talking Damn. about getting cuts like you know getting drug into shit like it's it's a sketchy ass job damn <laughs> but you don't have I've to never deal heard with corporate bullshit. Job is sketchy. oh it's super sketchy it's as safe like as it possibly die. can be drugs but on it, the side yeah, okay. yeah. You, you when drove we say Admiral. trees, we mean marijuana. Hey. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that is a sketch. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm selling a shit ton of marijuana. Yeah. It's super sketchy. <laughs> but no, that's but the, the thing is, like, we don't got to deal with the corporate bullshit life. I mean, we can like every tree guy is a little crazy in their own way. Yeah, that's I mean, I He's guess like I, guess I can that's... fucking tell. <laughs> <laughs> Man, going on here? No, that is that is true. You're right. It's yeah, corporate jobs. It's like you always gotta. Yeah, mind you gotta your, wear mind like your P's that. and mind your Q's. Yeah, can't say yeah. pussy or queers in the office. This is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, not to everybody. You know, right. you can say it to some people. You got to know your audience. But yeah, that that. You know, it sucks because like corporate jobs, that's it's a lot of, you know, telling and stuff going on, especially like when it comes to like certain things. So for example, like you can't say pussy, all that other stuff, you know, to specific people. However, if you do say it to the right person and then the wrong person hear it, then you know they can go back and tell. And it's like, all right, now you're doing too much. It's almost like you wanted to hear it, like, you know, because now you're my business. So you just gotta deal with a lot of that other the other like hoopla around it, which fucking sucks because it's like why am I watching so, my cues around somebody I wasn't even talking to? Yeah, right. Is that like that just proves the point that people don't actually grow up sometimes? Yeah, you know, they're like <laughs> I'm still gonna tell. Exactly. <laughs> Mind your fucking business, dude. I wasn't no, even no, talking no, to you. I don't even know you. <laughs> like you're not in my department. You're just right, here exactly. dropping off a file. Go fuck yeah. yourself, man. Mind your Where business. Where do you even come from? Do you even work here? Like the fuck. <sighs> This is Jan from finance. So like I'll have I don't have those problems. I don't have those problems. It's it's very simple, you know. I see the work, I do it, I go home, I don't have to think about work. Yeah. But yet here I am on a podcast talking about work. Talking about work because I'm still thinking about work. That's how I'd be like if I have a tough day and something irked me, like I'd be like, man, fuck this job. And then I like go home. And next thing you know, I'm talking about it. It's a whole daggone way home to like a home girl or somebody just like, you don't believe what happened today. And it's like, damn, this damn job consumed me on my time off. That should be. Now, are you, in, are you back in the office or do you work from home at all? No, no, I'm back in the office. In fact, oh, I don't think I ever was working from home. Oh, they shit. did not so you... give that option. Oh, wow. Do you work for a bank yeah, of no, some right. sort? Huh? Do you work for a bank of some sort? Oh no no no! I work for um a hotel, so oh, finance uh-huh. and okay. a hotel. Gotcha. Yeah, so twenty four hours. I could probably do my job from home, but you know, they said no. That, <laughs> so let's see, that's a that's it's another again double edged sword. I can't work from home. I'll be I will one hundred percent be distracted. You're like, oh, do this report or look at this or make these phone calls and emails or. <laughs> Watch TV (laughs) all day long. Hammered. (laughs) Uh, He said hammered. 
See, that's the thing. I mean, I work I work better if I'm if the TV's on or we're like a little extra noise in the background, but I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's some people now. Will it take me a little longer to do the job? Probably, but the job will get done and it will be amazing. So work work the is job great. Would get done a week and a half work. late for me. Be very <laughs> mediocrely. <laughs> like you said, very poorly. Very poorly. How does I can't, ah, dude? I'm, it's not for me, man. I can't do it. I gotta do something with my body. I can't sit like, like writing comedy is a little different. But like, I can't sit down and just grind bullshit. I have no interest in, you know. Yeah. I can't do Especially it. Especially when you have other options that are more appealing around you. Oh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I got ADHD like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. So I was like, I'm all over the place, like every day. There's no, there's no grounding <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a fucking it's, rubber bullet just bouncing in a metal room. I know, right? But how fun is that? You know, you it's just very be thinking exhausting. about. <laughs> it's very exhausting. Stay busy. That's right. <sighs> Go around. I am a very busy guy. <laughs> They'd be like, "Are you?" And tell them about your day. So yeah. I'll fly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's uh it's it's uh, it's it's ridiculous what I do sometimes, but you know what? It's what keeps me sane for the most part. It's really yeah. tired. Yep. Yeah, no. That's yeah, my job is exhausted. so do you guys do like eight hour work days or is it just whenever the job is done? Uh it depends. Um they're usually usually anywhere between ten and eleven hour days. This oh, is just the average. Yeah, they're long days, but uh, it's good money, so I can't complain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you guys do five day weeks, yep. work weeks. Okay. Yeah, because usually, you know, like some people, they'll do like maybe like a twelve hour work day, but then you work in four days a week. And it's yeah. like okay, got you. A I would love. To, I would love to do that, but overtime yeah. is also very nice. Yes, it is. Yeah, like, time and a half. Yeah, we get time and a half. If we didn't get time and a half, hired? I would not be working these hours. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you guys hiring? Like, yeah. You want to climb trees? Like, we are hiring. My segue into getting another job. It's a lot of fun. Let's you let crazy yep. out in the workplace. See? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, let the crazy Good money, out. crazy staff. My place to be. <laughs> you just have to get your CDL. That, that part sucks. <laughs> That that was that was a hard that was the last yeah. test I took as an adult was my CDL permit test and it was fucking oh, hard. <laughs> what is it just like to be able to operate the machinery and stuff? Well, you gotta you gotta get a permit for your for your CDL. Okay. And then like then you because then you have your permit, then you drive the trucks around and uh and then it's like after a certain amount of time you can go get your license. Oh wow. So yeah. Nothing like driving a big ass fucking truck in the middle of a tiny ass city. You know what I'm saying? Say, it sounds pretty cool, but then when he's like, uh, it sounds like driving like your car on a narrow road. No, nope. it don't sound fun. It's not fun. Anymore. Definitely hit Jeez. things. Definitely hit things. Oh snap! <laughs> yeah, clip mailboxes. Your car in the windshield. Never, never another good. person's car in a in a work vehicle. But definitely a couple <laughs> mailboxes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Leave your card on the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you say a teenager? Yep, a teenager. At least four grandmothers. Uh, a couple, a couple <laughs> pets. I think I'd be um, a good worker in that field. Then <laughs> I can hit all of those things for free. No, I'm joking. 
I'll hit. I'll, I'll put it in reverse. I'll hit him again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> beep, beep. Like back that bad boy up. Let's run it twice. Hotel uh, hotel life is fucking brutal as well. Because that's oh, yeah. like you have no excuse when they call you at three a.m. Like, hey, somebody's not coming in. We need you. You're like, God damn it. Yeah, it's a good thing mine is a little bit more controlled. Like when I used to work at um. So I did used to work in operations at the hotels, but that wasn't the life for me. So I decided to go into finance and accounting. So at least I could use both of my degrees. And then it's pretty standard with like the Monday through Friday. You know, I might work on the weekend sometimes, like if the business demands it. But I wish somebody would call me at motherfucking three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Just so I could not answer. Yeah, right. (laughs) They give you a work phone, too, you know, which I call a tracking device. But yeah, they're like, where are you? Remember? in the morning. They just looking to get cursed out. I'll let I like three way my mother in and let her go ham on them. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, but she'll, but she'll just yell at you for calling her at three o'clock. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll block that was the I point I was trying to make ways. to this asshole. Like, come on, mom, we're right. supposed to be on my side. <laughs> I'll like call and block my number and then like loop her in. So then when they start talking to her, then you know she can start going off. They'll never know. Uh that's hilarious. Yeah, dude, don't don't have to have those don't have to have those worries in uh, the trees <laughs> industry. Nobody's calling me at three o'clock in the morning, and if they are, they know I'm not answering. Yeah, yeah, that is wild. Yeah, no, I wish somebody would call me at three in the morning. Nah, nah, I don't think I ever had anybody call say, me at three a.m. I was gonna say, damn, now this is kind of getting we now we're getting sad on, on <laughs> like damn. I know, right? Look, I was about to be like. Can we bring people in here? Has anybody gotten <laughs> called at 3 a.m.? I, I used to have friends, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I wonder what will warrant that. I mean, if somebody called out, then that just means that somebody will probably have to be up around the 3 a.m. area. Like, but if somebody's minding their business and they just like, oh, hey, yeah, it's 3 a.m., I guess if they call them in for a seven o'clock shift, then maybe, but that's a little out of a out of reach for me. It's like, okay. Like, I think I think if like if it's work, you can call them at like five thirty. Give them a nice hour and a half yeah. heads up. Like okay, hey, right? Because they still gotta accept it anyway. You know, if they say right. no. You know, you well. You gotta start from ground zero. Yeah, and you don't want to get a call at six when you have to be up at eight because then it's mm-hmm. just fun. then you're like then you're not going back to bed. Exactly. Damn. But like friends, friends. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have better friends than I do. But my friends will drunk call me at, at three o'clock in the morning sometimes. <laughs> that's a fun call though i'm the drunk friend that calls at three in the morning like, but hey, you it ain't about work motherfucker <laughs> what the fuck are you doing what the fuck sleep like uh wake up no it's a no i'm definitely the drunk friend that'll call at 3 a.m if i'm out out and about but then i got drunk friends that call me at 3 a.m too so i mean we get each other back it's hey, you know your know, life's about uh sharing and caring you know yeah you know? exactly Sometimes you're the drunk asshole called at three o'clock. Sometimes you're you're the on the receiving end. You know, it's just exactly uh, the the ebb and flow of life. Like if you don't have friends that do that, do you really have friends? Exactly. No. One could argue. <sighs> oh man, I I was just in uh, New York Saturday night for for a spot. Like I was on my on my way home because uh, you know I was trying to make it back in time for the UFC fights, and I called my buddy. And this was at like maybe like 845 in the evening, like just not quite nine, but it was getting there. And 
<laughs> I'm talking to him. He's absolutely obliterated. And I was like, hey, what are you going to be doing around midnight? He's like, ah, fucking, I'll be. I'll be in Lidditz. So I was like, it doesn't sound like you're going to be in Lidditz. And I hear his girlfriend in the back shit going, yeah, he's not going to be in Lidditz. He's going home. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, you didn't yeah, even make plans. it to nine. <laughs> you didn't even make it to nine. He had big plans. What did yeah. they do? Sunday fun day brunch? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, he was trash. So he, was probably went to, he probably went to bed very shortly after that conversation yeah. and then slept all goddamn day. Yeah. Yeah, those be good days. Then you wake up and it just still be early in the nighttime. You be like, oh, it's only twelve. Then you got like extra sleep. We could, I literally we could, just did that this past Sunday. We could take another crack at this. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late to keep this party going. Man, no, poor livers, dude. Poor livers. Oh, I, I know. I'm like, a- how do you even go to check your liver? Like, I know since college, mine has probably been taking a few hits, but I've never went to say like, hey, doc, you want to check my liver? See if it's still it's working overdrive. (laughs) I know. Right. Look, because I'm like, I feel fine, you know, but I need somebody to tell me like, yeah, like as long as there's no pain, but sometimes shit just stops working. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ah, I feel a little sharp pain here. Like, then it goes away. You're like, oh, never mind. False alarm. Just gas. And then you keep it moving. It's like, uh, you might want to go back and check that out. Like, what is that? You Like, those random pains you get throughout, like, every once in a while, you're like, oh, shit, is this it? Am I just dying? I know, right? <laughs> like, what, like, what is that? Like, Someone's what are those? Me. Where does it come from? And why do we all have them? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think we all should go get our livers checked at this point. Oh, definitely. The signs after, that we ignore. Especially after the, after the lockdown, dude. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. about you. I don't know oh, about yeah. you. Everybody is I didn't stop Drinking working. Games. I was still I was still getting drunk. <laughs> I didn't stop working. I was just also getting trashed <laughs> during the week. <laughs> I don't need a special occasion. Like you just gonna get slammed. I was like, no, my, my roommates don't have to work. I'll fucking fuck it. I'll join. <laughs> Look, man, everybody having a party. You can't get left out. Yeah, that's right. Man. Yeah, no, definitely after the pandemic. Cause I mean, as far as like you couldn't do big gatherings, but they definitely allow little gatherings. So it was like drinking games. You had a lot of stuff to kind of keep you occupied. Oh, dude, I threw a a rager over my birthday in July when, when we were when we were when we were peak COVID again. You know, because it kind of went away there for a little bit in the spring, and then it uh-huh. ran back up in the summer because uh, people were doing what I was doing and threw massive parties because we were like, "Fuck it, summer." <laughs> okay, it's lit. <laughs> but anyway, that was a good time. Nobody, surprisingly, got COVID. So, huh. That's good. how many people did you have? Um, it was a it was a combo party between my two neighbors and me because it was Fourth of July weekend. Oh snap! Okay, so they had their friends and family. I had my friends, and so it was like there's probably a good like 30, 40 people just in my backyard just getting absolutely hammered. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great time. The CDC. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what limit? Yeah. No. We are outside. We're not six feet apart, but we are outside. Fuck off. No, that's late. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even do anything for my birthday. I definitely need to do a redo. Um, I feel like that's part of just growing up though, you know? Yeah. Like I already feel that, but people just keep well, I did I just did decide to throw the party just because I wanted to have like a big cookout, especially after the lockdown. I was like, oh, yeah. friends, friends need to be together. But your birthday's just uh just another day. You know, oh yeah, just another day. Yeah, special day. I mean, day of life, but 
I, can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't be bothered for my birthday anymore. They're like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. I don't want to be bothered. I was just like, you know, it's, I'm just, I'm done giving a shit about my birthday. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like, like Christmas where it's like, all right, I'm not expecting a gift. No, nah, it's just not even so much day. that. Cause like, I love Christmas. I love, I just love hanging out with the family. Oh yeah. But it's just like I just hate I hate it when like people like try to make a big deal of it. Like it's nice, it feels good, but I'm just like, ah, you don't you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to, man. I'm just chilling. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Like, tomorrow bro. we're gonna throw you a birthday dinner. It's like, please don't. Just want to stay home. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Growing up sucks. <laughs> I'm not a fan, dude. Realization of the day. <laughs> uh, it's the realization of every day. I come home from work. <laughs> And I go, <sighs> I have time to shower, eat dinner, and then go to yeah. sleep to do it yeah. all over again. That's what I was about to say. I think the issue is they're doing it all over again the next day. Yeah, it's like if you had it, if, imagine if like the work schedule was like you worked every other day. At least, you know, you worked a day, you had a day off, worked a day. That's that a lot of be a tease, though. That's, a, that's, that's a lot of day offs, though. You got to work. Yes. It is. I think they should just take everybody down to four days and then give us three day weekends. I think the world would be a better place. I don't know who came up with the five day work week. Uh, what? What was his name? I literally just saw a meme about this. Uh, for- yeah, me too. <laughs> but I forgot his name. That's why I was like, I don't know who. Because assholes shouldn't be remembered in history. That's why. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. 40 hours, you could have said 30. Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> nope. Here we are. And then 40, 40 hours doesn't even cut it anymore. I know. Like, for, like, if you're working a job that only 40 hours a week and you're making plenty of money, that job is fucking amazing because I don't think they exist. Yeah. Did, like, yeah, like if you're if you're an entrepreneur, you're working ninety hours a week, but yeah. and you're like maximizing your pay as much as you can. But yeah. my, like no, nobody nobody makes a damn good living off of forty hours a week. I'm sorry, it's impossible. Yeah, no, I mean even my job they make us do fifty a week. Yep, fifty to sixty. Remember, yeah. remember that thing at the turn of the, of the uh, 20th century? I don't know. It might have been called the Industrial Revolution where the first idea <laughs> of a union came about. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when like 40 hours a week were supposed to like suffice you and then a family on top of that. Remember that? Wasn't that a thing? <laughs> I think so. Those days yes. ever exist? Like, fuck. <laughs> it just started getting more expensive. So it's like those 40 hours just became trash. Like it can't sustain too much at least a well i guess you could have a decent living but i mean not the living that you want so yeah apparently that i want you know i need fucking i don't even know how much i want (laughs) or how much i need i should say yeah oh in order to like uh live the way you want to yeah i don't need i'm i'm pretty damn close to it right now yeah i'm pretty damn close i don't need i don't need much to be happy i just wish i had like less debt i guess <laughs> that's what i'm about to say i'm about to say i'm almost debt free so i mean i mean congratulations honestly, i know right my biggest that's thing something to be loans. proud of 
my biggest thing was student loans. So, I mean, I mean, other than like, you know, car and things like that, but that stuff I assume would just come with the territory of being an adult. Like you're going to have to pay, you know, car mm-hmm. notes and things like that. But I mean, as far as like the things that are in the past that I'm like, okay, I left this behind. Why is it still falling me? Like student loans was one of the biggest ones. So now that I'm almost done with that, I'm looking for uncle Joe as in Joe Biden to, <laughs> you know, see what he was going to do with all those, uh, what is it supposed to be? He's supposed to be relieving us of $10,000. I ain't heard from them since. That's they uh, they've yeah, got that, an office. And I haven't heard any kind of. Yeah, that dude is I'm is really... not going like he's not following any of his uh, campaign promises. Yeah, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard from any of them since they got in office. At least you know with Obama, they had like a you know a public appearance here and there. I mean, well, I know dude, who they he, had he everybody shut in. He can't fucking talk, man. It's uh, it's kind of. <laughs> It's very unnerving to see the, the the guy with the football, the nuclear launch codes, fumble his way through <laughs> every interview that he does. Man, jeez, where where's where's Kamala? Where is she? I didn't see her either. I ain't seen none where, of them. Where where the hell has she been? <laughs> Will where? the real Joe Biden and Kamala Harris please stand up? Like yes, no please. Really, like I haven't heard from them. I haven't even heard like a peep out of them, just like even like peeking their head, like through a white house window and then kind of like moving it back. Like Thank nothing. You. Yeah. All right. <laughs> still so- here, still alive. <laughs> people was expecting Joe to kick the bucket, like maybe like months after he actually got in, but it's like, it's definitely still coming. around. We just don't see him. I think they Unless have hopped up did. on crank something, yeah. <laughs> something that just keeps the heart going. No, don't <laughs> die on me now, Joe. Just like God damn it, I'm trying to exit. They won't let him do it in peace. But they won't. They won't. They said they got what's what's her name? Jen Pisaki. Jen Saki. <laughs> just running around like a madman trying to shittily do media interviews. Man, I've never shittily dude before, but I mean, it sounds like a really grand thing to do. <laughs> shittily do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start going around. Yep, just here to shittily do for a little minute. Just, there. We're just shittily doing our way shittily through. Shittily doing here. <laughs> shittily doing. Sounds like you have some bad Taco Bell, Ellen. <laughs> Shit, damn it, that's gonna stick with me. That's now. <laughs> that's now definitely words I'm gonna use in the future. Shittily do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what else is going on? Travis Scott. Oh, I heard. World. You saw that? I saw it. I heard it was people dying at the concert. Eight people dead. 308. Eight, eight people sorry. dead. Was this murder or was this like a. There's mixed reports. Some are people. Some people are saying drugs. Some people are saying they were trampled to death. Yikes. Uh, some people were like an officer got pricked in the neck with something and like it had fentanyl in it. Oh shit! So some there was somebody running around like dosing people, and then with fentanyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. God, that's that's what that's. <laughs> damn, so where this, was this, this at? This is uh, uh, Houston. <laughs> oh look, in the Comedy Central, you yeah, know. Yep, yep, yep. That can't have anything nice. <laughs> Travis Scott's got to come through and just fuck everything up. Damn, that's wild. That's wild as fuck. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's definitely suspect. Yeah, definitely I know suspect. they were saying like you know uh, they were all, uh, 
they were mad at uh, Travis Scott because they were like he kept on performing even though the uh, they were chanting like you know stop the show. Oh, I mean, they should have like channel like their time. Did you giant. see the video of the one where they came up and tried to get the uh, cameraman to stop? No, like, uh, when when uh, Travis Scott was still singing as uh, as an unconscious kid was being drug away. Uh, well, I seen I seen one video where it was like they I guess kind of you could see the police and then I guess they were trying to resuscitate somebody, but like you know yeah he was still kind of doing his thing up there. Yeah, yeah, I saw that video. It was, but like, did he know? Like, was he aware yeah. of him? Yeah, he was like oh, he looking. Knew? Yeah, he was looking at the at the person just saying "dead" over and over and over again. Oh, it's, oh it's, shit! They had a shitty apology video too. He had a shitty apology. Oh, I don't like. Even, I mean, you don't get no. Did he just like come in and was like, "My bad." Like, it was kind of like I don't know. It's like. Picture, picture how you think someone would act when they're lying or they don't mean what they're saying, and like that's what he was doing the whole time. See, like this is what's really fucked up about social media, though. It's like I had no interest in watching any of that shit, mm-hmm. but it's been all over the timeline, yeah. so I have no choice. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not interested, bro. I know, right? They're like, you're gonna see this. Damn, damn, that's wild. Like, I'm just trying to see dog videos, you know, and funny tweets. <laughs> dog videos you, you got talk- a dog no i love dogs though i wish i had a dog i used to have a dog but i'm never home so oh, i yeah. can't have a dog yeah that poor dog yeah we gotta get it some nice walking yeah care like i just go i just go on like i'll lose hours to instagram just looking at fucking the the reels algorithm is brutal what is it? The like so Instagram has like a knockoff TikTok. They're called Reels, and uh-huh. they're addicting as fuck because people just put dog videos left and right on them. Cats, oh yeah, and I was like, I'll, I'll lose hours. I'll lose hours to just watching other people's pets. <laughs> like, is it what dogs is it? Like, you like big dogs or like little? I love, I, I love all dogs, but I like big dogs. Okay, big dogs. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, it got it. Got to match the beard. Like you know, yeah. you can't just be like you know. Like, I'm a big fan puppy. of the Pomeranian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my corgi. All the corgis are goddamn adorable. Come on, little Doctor Doolittle. Are you uh are you a, are you a cat or a dog person? Definitely a dog person. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, we had a dog, but he died. So I mean, he grew up with us. So it was almost like you know, like uh, let's not get another one. You know, it's too hard to handle. But then my sister went and she got a dog, so she kind of keep it around everybody so it's almost like the uh family's pet again yep she doesn't really watch it <laughs> at least not too much he's an unfit dog mom <laughs> not not training the dog <laughs> what's that uh what, what's your favorite type of dog um you know what i don't really have too much of a favorite type i like all dogs i like all dogs the dog that That's i had fair. before was a german shepherd mixed with a, a child so he was like Kind of, he was kind of bigger, you know, yep. taller. So, I mean, it was good. He was cool, you know, except for like, you know, with big dogs, you know, they scare other people yep. more than, you know, the smaller dogs. And then he was always strong. Like my grandma, she's, she was like really small. So he's always like knock her into like U-Haul boxes and stuff. And it was just like, now we have to fight dog. Like you can't just knock my grandma into some U-Haul boxes. <laughs> but then, you know, you, you got don't the little do that dog. to grandma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Say you're sorry. He's like, mm, no. <laughs> but no, they got like the small dogs, and it's like they got like a they got their bark is bigger than their bite, so it's like 
my sister's like little dog be about to get people in fights just because you know she tried to like she tried to like uh square up with these two dogs it was like two dogs and like she's small i'm up there taking her for a walk and she's like barking at these two dogs and i'm like hey it's two of them it's one of you like small dogs aren't kind of like the bigger assholes like my sister had two chihuahuas and they fucking sucked (laughs) like i liked them and all but like they would they would they would go after other pets like other people for no reason man so, it's always the small dogs because they're they they know they're inferior so they gotta mm-hmm. they gotta spaz out yeah i was like i hope you know how to fight little doggy because if, if you <laughs> get loose you run into these dogs again they're gonna, so they're gonna awakening. your your days your day's done <laughs> yeah <laughs> count your days it's funny because like, it's like it's almost like they're doing it because they know you holding them back. It's like hold me back, bro. Hold me back. So you want to like go and charge people. Know you want like pull the string back. One day I'm gonna just let go. Like all right, let's see what you do, player. Yeah, let's see what you got. And then they're like, then yeah, they're, right now tails immediately action. drop. Bye, bye, tails immediately yeah. drop. They're like oh shit, what are you doing? Pick that up. Pick that up. What are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, right. Don't let me go. You see, it's two of them. It's like that's what I've been trying to tell you. Uh, the conscience of a dog. Yeah, I I had a big dog growing up, hundred hundred and like twenty pound uh, black lab. Oh shit! Love that dude. He was a good. He was he was a good boy. He said one hundred and twenty pounds. That yeah, was my was, high school weight. That yeah, was, a was high school. Damn, I think I weighed that much in like sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I've always been big. I've always been big. That always been big. <laughs> Well, I was always tall, so I mean, most of that height was to my, or most of that weight was in my height. I think that's the way it go. What all five pounds of it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. One one twenty does not seem like a, like a big number to me. Man, you know that's funny because my nephew he told me he was uh he said he was about one twenty and I was like damn that was my weight in high school but he's at he's uh he's ten so what 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 age is ten I mean what grade is ten. Uh, like fifth grade, sixth grade, fourth grade. Yeah, it's like fifth. It's around the fifth, Somewhere sixth. There. Yeah, because I know eight is third. Yeah, sixth grade. It's got to be sixth grade. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very bad at knowing what grades my siblings are in. <laughs> oh, you still have some that are babies. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. not babies, but like young, young. Oh yeah. No, I actually have one that that is a baby. She's four. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. My mom. My mom got a uh, pregnant. When I was 22. <laughs> nice. And I was Look. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they said once you pop the fun on stop, it's like you got to let her live her best life. Do they ever want to like come to your house and stuff? Like, you know, just hang out with you and like try and get out of the house. Like, oh, come with you, Joe. Uh, yeah, the uh, I don't really see the second oldest that often because her her schedule is the complete opposite of mine. Mm. She she works like the graveyard shift at, at a nursing home, so I don't get to see her too often. But then uh, the, uh, the the teenager she comes over from time to time. Nice, but not the not the other ones who are still in school. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure once they get older, that invitation yeah. will be there. Because my dad just knows I have fucking beer all over the place. So like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the best place for kids. <laughs> <laughs> not the best place. Yeah, no. It's good. I mean, once they want, once they start wanting to like kind of branch out and kind of get that independence, maybe they're trying to sneak and call you like, hey, can I come like, over? Yeah, pull up. I'm like, yeah, can yeah, you right. come on through? <laughs> they're going to start having to use you for their alibi. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tell mom I was here. It's like, uh, would you do it? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I don't. So <laughs> my, their mom is my dad's like ex-wife. So okay. we're, not, we're not on good terms. I'll 100% lie for that. Oh them. yeah. <laughs> I won't tell her where you're going. Go out, have a good time. Yeah, be safe. Yeah, right. That's the most important thing, you know. Be exactly. safe. Come on, I know, right? You better come back the way that you left. I know, I know, you're not going to be, but just like, don't die. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I need you to come back here tonight. That's the most important part: don't yeah. die. <laughs> Can't give away the the master plan. Like, nope, not going to Joe's anymore. No, can't do that. But the. Yeah. But yeah, dude. So you you were the what was what was what's it like being the baby of the family? Obviously, you got the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> I know, like, right? Yeah. Were your parents like ever more strict with your older siblings, or like less strict with you, or the vice versa? They're like, all right, we see, we saw our mistakes in them. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna iron they, this out with you. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even think they had to like. Uh, didn't even have to do the last part because if I seen a mistake myself, I would just be like, mm, no, that don't look like it's for me, big dog. Like you know, I'm going to take another route because this ain't it. Um, I don't know, you know. I mean, I, I personally get different stories. I don't think. You know, there was like any kind of, you know, some people, they say the youngest get favoritism just because, you know, they're the baby. So it's like, you know, oh, like, you know, you get babied and whatnot. I don't think I got any of that stuff. You know, I just kind of made the right decisions just by looking at, you know, the dumb shit that everybody else was on and was like, mm, maybe I can do this a little better or not do it at all. But now how yeah. old is your next like the next youngest sibling? Like uh, about 13 months or a year. Oh, OK, so that ma- that makes sense. Just yeah. like all my siblings, we all have like a massive gap. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like Mo, the nineteen-year-old. She, uh, she couldn't like watch what I was doing because I was like just so much older than her. Yeah. Until until when she like, like when I was in college, young twenties, and she was just getting into high school, and then she watched me, and I was like, ah, fuck! Now I gotta. <laughs> Now I gotta change yeah. some behaviors. It didn't work. Didn't work. She's she's following in my footsteps. <laughs> Damn pothead. <laughs> Damn. Darn it. Nope. Living a good life. Yeah, no, it's 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 13 months between me and my sister, and then me and my brother is like um four years, and then the next brother, the, my oldest brother, is six years. So, so that's a good spread. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a couple of kids. Yeah, it's a it's a decent gap between like youngest and oldest and then youngest and then the second oldest decent. It's just like the last two are close. So my first two brothers, they're close by two years. And then the middle two siblings are close by about two years. And then me and my sister by like, damn, they was getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> God, they, I was like, oh, we got a little trend going on here. It's like every two years. It's time for another one. They, they're, they're, they were on a tight schedule. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like she was like, at this age, I'm not having kids. It's like, okay. It's like, well, look like we got to get to work. Yeah. Like, I think my, yeah, I think my parents, they did it all before they was uh, 30. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they to work. So they got, <laughs> they, they were together at a relatively young age. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah wow. Early. I think they went to like middle school together <laughs> and stuff. Oh, that's adorable. They're, yeah. they're high school. They're they were school sweethearts, and they made they they lasted. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. It's a lot of crazy shit that be going on with them, but you know they're still here. So yeah, that's good. 
Hey, every good relation never relationship never like just makes a hundred percent sense. Like you oh, go, yeah. everybody, especially when you're dating young, like you're both gonna be young and stupid and have have oh, a yeah. lot of have a lot of learning to do. Yeah, Dang, it's so crazy to even realize like how how stupid kids can be. Like kids are super smart, but like when it comes to like what they think they know and what oh, they kid, actually know, kids. Adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everybody, everybody, like everybody <laughs> thinks they know shit, but nobody really knows, right? Like, exactly. Like I just be thinking this is like, I don't know if you ever tried to like explain to like an actual child, like you know, that thought that they knew the answers, like, no, that's not the way it goes. And then like you start hearing their logic and it's like, no, I'm telling you, that's not it. Like, I know the answers. That shit will stress you the fuck out. You will be uh, so upset to the dude, point. I, do, I do that to my girlfriend all the time. I'm stubborn. <laughs> if I think I'm right about something, I'll be like, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not. I will talk so much shit. I'm like, no, because I'm right. Like, you're, you're yeah. to get out of here. It's nothing you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it'll be shortly after, like, I'm done where she like brings up whatever knowledge that I was missing that completely uh, ruin, ruins my my thought or what, like whatever, you know. <laughs> So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and it happens it was like to this day. Like I was like, if I like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm stubborn. But <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Like people, they say like, if I get like, if I'm set on something and that's just what it is, but then they try and blame, like, I don't really follow Zodiac sign stuff too much, but I mean, like, so I'm a tourist. <laughs> so they're like, you know, oh, the boy, get the horns. You're just stubborn, just like your sign. And I'm like, I don't think that that uh, justifies, you know, an action that I you know that's not it. I, I I believe in some of the shit because I'm a cancer and I am a whiny little bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but, but I'm the first sad. step is admitting it. <laughs> I mean, I, the first the first step to solving any problem is admitting that you have a problem. Yeah, no, but it's crazy though. I mean, just because I'm firm, that just means I'm confident in what I'm talking about. I don't think that that necessarily means it's because you know I'm a bull. Yeah. Like. Uh, like, I just believe in myself. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with ever being firm. The problem the problem is you have to be right when you're firm, you know? Yeah. Because I'm wrong a lot <laughs> and I'm still firm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the confidence that matters. Yeah, it's like, I'll, with I'll, enough confidence that it's believable. Yeah, sell it. You got to sell it. <laughs> oh. No, I used to work with this one guy that used to talk with so much confidence that it sounded believable, but it would just be all wrong. And even like talking to me about something, I'm just like, yeah, like it sounds good, but I know for sure it's wrong. But I'm just like, man, he's good. He's good. Because if anybody else was listening, they'll be like, run with it. But <laughs> it's so crazy how much confidence will flip and, you know, change the narrative, make something right that isn't. Oh, yeah, dude. Plus, like, if you like, so like the key to like, I don't know. I don't. All right. Hold on. I'm just going to say it. Then I'll explain it. Like the key to like stealing something is just to walk in and like and act like you own the place and just walk out like you were supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like now I'm not, like, I don't steal shit. But I'm saying like, out of, like, out of everybody I like I've known who has like stolen like some sizable things from a store. That's what they say. Just walk in, pretend like you're supposed to be doing like you're doing. And that's that's how you just get away with it. Nobody stops. You. you walk. What are they walking out with? Ah, uh, so like I knew this one dope head used to like be able to like scheme Walmart out of, out of uh, TVs. TV. Like, he, they would go in. He would go in, pick a TV up off the shelf, open it, go up to the customer service, and, like, "Hey, 
I didn't like this TV. I don't have my receipt and just walk out with the price of the TV in cash. What? Yeah. Well, you want to talk about geniuses? I don't know if you know many dope heads, but they're fucking they're ingenious in how they get their money. Oh, yeah. Look, the one meme that I saw that I thought was funny, it was like, man, this crackhead sold me this. Uh, it was like 60 inch TV or something like that. And then I cut it on and it was a, the menu to like Popeye's or something like that. Just like, on the <laughs> like man, I never buy shit from a crackhead again. It's like, God damn. Like, where did you like, get this? How? Yeah, right. <laughs> How did you manage to get? They're behind. They're behind yeah. the counter. <laughs> <laughs> they have their ways for sure. They have their uh, ways. Damn, yeah. I wonder how do they do that? I don't know. I guess when you do crack, you know, it's just like you gain this immense amount of strength. I, like, it's just, the you know, it's the power of drugs. You know, you get real crafty when you, when you got to get your fix. You learn to lift with your knees and at your back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're going to use some mental gymnastics to get this yeah. next bag, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yo, the one thing is they're not strategic with their pricing. Like, you know, if you're going like, like you want to get a fix that's going to last you a while. Like if you're about to sell a TV, don't sell it for $5. For yes, that's, that's, but that's, they're not thinking long-term. It's all impulse. It's short-term. Yeah. They're like, get it now, get it now, get it now. Right. Then you're gonna have to go steal another TV, another Popeye's monitor. Like, you know what I? Th- I think we should do. I think we should. I think we should put on a seminar for crackheads yeah, crack and dopeheads, <laughs> and teach them about, about you know Managing getting the longevity money. out of their money. <laughs> you know, buy bulk, not little bits. Investments one hundred and one. <laughs> like, yeah, but if we buy bulk, this is how we OD. I'm like, so learn a little self control. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we got this. We 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 can we can we can turn these crackheads profitable. <laughs> Oh man! Then we come up with our own business where we're managing their money. Like, all right, you get five dollars today. Go have fun. Well, like, that's just that's just being a pimp. That's just being oh. a pimp. You want to pimp out crackheads? <laughs> no. She's like, I'm not saying no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes. I mean, it's a profitable business here. I mean, is it really wrong if they're already doing wrong? Like they're already I doing it for free. I'm just taking my cut off the top. I mean, this I know, was right? my bottom. <laughs> this was my bottom bitch. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what crackhead gonna come to you? Like, you know, you were skimming me. You were like, what the fuck? Wait, no, dude, Sir, you're on crack. You, you don't know how to manage your you, money before you, I got here. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't for me, you'd be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be still stealing TVs every five seconds. <laughs> like, goddamn. I made you. This needs to be like a screenplay. I want to. I want to see this on Broadway in some capacity. I know, the, right? The, the story of the crackhead money manager. <laughs> <laughs> they come out breaking out their musical, scratching necks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus oh, Christ! Shit. <laughs> That's funny. I turned my tricks now, and I need my fix. Like, oh shit. <laughs> they've got this down to a T you guys are good maybe cast some real crackheads you know let them get back on their feet through Broadway screenplay they could tell their story and, and now this is now it's a charity thing exactly this, this, this could be this could be this could be a real money making ticket here I know right look <laughs> look at us <laughs> brainstorming some ruined. cool shit <laughs> my palms are itching right now they're like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the cle- I'm gonna have, I'm gonna hit the keys. I'm gonna hit the keys for a little while. Figure this out. <laughs> uh, well, shit, dude, we are like almost up to our time here. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, this was a good time. What a great time it was. Do you want to plug your socials before we before we get out of here? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I'm I am underscore rich underscore Ev Evie. Um, yeah. Um, Facebook got my government name, uh, Evelyn Richardson. <laughs> You'll find me there as well. Yeah. Don't rat her out to her corporate job. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Joe actually he hooked me up because before I had my uh I do taxes name on this screen thing. He was like, uh, so you want me to introduce you as I was like, let me go and change that real quick, you know? But no, yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great. Out here on the comedy scene, meeting different people, you know, getting out there, you know, just trying to like, you know, do the do thing. My time. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, yep, do the thing. Exactly. So it's been fun. It's been fun. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for coming on. Um, I don't know if you heard any of my previous episodes, but I like to end every episode with like positive affirmations, good vibes, like words oh, yeah. of wisdom, something good you want to put out into the universe for you think people should hear. Oh, yeah. Um, stay humble. Stay humble. That's, uh, you know, number one and everything. You know, never forget where you came from. You know, never lose sight of where you're going. So, you know, just make sure, you know, you bring the people up with that was in the trenches with you as you go along the way. So, yeah, I mean, it's something out there for everybody. So just keep on doing you. Hell yeah. That's a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a fresh one. Not too many people take the stay <laughs> humble, stay humble route. A lot of people, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's, you know, never give up, always work hard, you know, be aware, like that kind of stuff. But no, it, it is a, I don't think I've had a be humble yet. I remember. Yeah. So nice. Well, hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls only another episode in the books. Thanks, Rich Ev, for coming on. It was a blast. We'll definitely do it again in the future. And I will hopefully oh, yeah. see you in the DC circuit here in the in the near future. Sure. For sure. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you for coming on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls only another episode in the books. See ya.